0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the boys presented by Shitpost. I am joined this time by just Kyle and JB. CJ is out of the virtual Shitpost office, uh, probably doing something, uh, probably doing something real fucking stupid. So without further ado, without further ado, let's get right into it. Kyle, you've got a uh, real nice setup today. It's a nice day. You've moved your virtual office outside. You got yourself a little Sonic cup. Got yourself a lawn chair. How, how you got the headband on? How, how you living? How you living, kid?
1: Hell yeah! Feeling dangerous. <laughs> today. You look dangerous. You look good. It's, it's oh, the, uh, I'm always dangerous. It, I got the, a cold. I'm super contagious. So I'm I'm actually dangerous.
0: Yeah, he's fucking sir. He's a he's a chemical.
1: Stay he's away. A, a biological.
0: Biological weapon. Yeah. If he was a free agent, Russia would pick him up right now to deploy in Ukraine to get people sick. That's a horrible fucking joke.
1: Uh, so, ba- basic, <laughs> basically, all in all, I'm feeling good. I'm all, I'm all uh, vitamined up for the day. I uh, drinking some soda. I'm about to make a vodka date <laughs> after we get done, done with the show. Uh, Hang on. Know, I'm feeling good. Watching some wrestling.
0: This this guy just said I'm feeling it's vitamin up. I'm uh, I'm feeling vitamin up. I'm gonna drink some soda, then then hit a vodka nade. Like it, that was a that was a hard pivot off of what I thought you were about to go into, and that is your uh, health routine to combat your very contagious cold. <laughs> I don't know if Kyle's having a little bit of technical difficulties or not, but JB, how you living, buddy? Were you drinking the Yingling light or the Yingling heavy today, bud? No, so I moved on to some Diet Miller, back
2: to Old Faithful. Um, I'm just living life out here. Haven't really been doing much at all except for hanging out on the beach beach and drinking some beer. So, I mean, can't
0: complain at all. Yeah, you poor thing. You fucking, you missed home so bad you had to get back on the mill (laughs) light. So, for everybody listening to this, just so you know, we have no format today. This is going to be a relatively quick show. Um, we got some things we want to talk about, but normally I'll, I'll whip up a format, or Kyle will. This is just going to be right off the cup here on Monday with uh, three out of the four boys. Uh, boys, Elon Musk bought Twitter, um, and uh, I, I really personally don't give a shit. Uh, even though we do have a Twitter, and uh, you know we should really care about the social media game, I really don't give a shit. But I just want to talk about the price that he bought, that he bought per share, and the price was fifty four dollars and twenty cents. $54.20. Five, four, 20. Shout out, stoners. 420 hey. Yeah, Yes, sir. He bought for 5 four twenty. You can't tell me that that fucking, he's the most infamous fucking Twitter troll of them all. He's, he's got a, that was, that was obvious. He's like, well, whatever I buy it for is going to be in 420
1: Did you, uh, have you seen the video? Uh, it's an interview of Elon Musk getting interviewed about Tesla. And they're like, so basically that he copyrighted type S, E, X, and Y for his cars. <laughs> did you know that? I No, I did not know that. And, and he basically, he played it off as a joke. He's like, apparently nobody at the patent office has a sense of humor.
0: So, yeah, so he, <laughs> he, he entirely negotiated to have 420 somewhere in the price tag. Just I'm, surprised it, wasn't, I'm surprised it wasn't 69, 69
1: or something <laughs> That's like real. that. Yeah. But uh but just but just quickly, uh I believe I saw the number, it was a total of what forty-four billion dollars. Yep. Okay, so Twitter as a company is valued at 10 billion. I can't ever imagine being so comfortable in life where I go to a store. And they're like, it's $24. Okay, here's $2,400. Keep the change. You got to keep in mind,
2: though, Tesla, or Twitter was, Ugh. a couple of months ago, it was at 80-some-odd dollars a share. So it's not it's not a stretch for what he, what Ooh, he paid for. And I think hit. the value of Twitter is going to go up a shitload with him uh, running it. Because they're talking about getting into, like, uh, getting into banking type shit start getting more involved with crypto and whatnot like it's going to be completely different so i don't think it's a terrible price honestly
0: maybe maybe that's why doge coins on the heater today maybe elon's about ready right to buy <laughs> all of doge um <laughs> i think i might because i've got i've got some stocks in play here i really uh my portfolio is a lot in like the restaurant the entertainment the you know airplane shit like that you know flight's uh, a lot of like spirit airline a lot of delta cuz so i really bought into the america build back plan after the fucking covid thing i'm like well we're gonna ba- i'm going to get everything cheap bounce back strong so far i'm fucking dead in the water because we have not fucking bounced back strong uh we're about to go to world war 3 uh if we go to world war if we go to another world war i'm buying nothing but lockheed martin and 3m i'm going war profiteering machine i will become part of the fucking industrial military complex again i'll give all my money to them because fucking putting it all on Spirit Airlines and Dave and & Buster's wasn't the fucking play. Who fucking cares?
1: You Fuck. should have listened to some uh, New York comics talk about Spirit before you bought into Spirit. Dude, I, I got so
0: I got Spirit at like fucking $16 a share. So I'm up. It's like 23 right now or something like that. But it, I, I have to – I'm not comfortable with how much growth – I've had. I mean, I know it's. I'm being greedy because it's just a small amount. It was, it was over the course of like two years, right. but like I expected, you know, instead of like a smaller like little, oh going up a hill, I want a fucking rocket ship to the fucking top, just like what GameStop happened. When GameStop fucking shot to the fucking moon out of nowhere, I that was oh, my yeah. <laughs> first, that, that was my first free stock. So when I first signed up for Robinhood, oh, they, give you, they give you a free stock, and it was GameStop at three dollars and ten cents, and I'm like, well, fuck, I just never got rid of it. Wait, so did
2: you have GameStop that whole time then?
0: Yeah, I had one share. <laughs> That's funny as shit. I had one. Th- it was my free stock. A guy at work got me a sign up. He's like, yeah, you might get like, if you're lucky, you get like GE or like, you know, I saw dudes get Apple. Like, you know, you you might get a good one. I'm like, okay, so I fucking did it. And it was GameStop. And I'm like, well, fuck, they're about to go out of business. And then two years later, I, the whole entire GME thing was going on. And I look online. And it's like three hundred and eighty bucks. I went. I'll just sell that right now. I just fucking sold it. I'm like, fuck. I turned. I got this free three hundred and eighty dollars. Thanks, fucking Robinhood. But without further ado, uh, we'll just go ahead and say this: uh, you probably shouldn't take our stock market advice, kind of to our gambling. for gambling yourselves. Well, I mean, JB, no, <laughs> let's, let's not let's not. I won't discredit JB. JB's gonna have his own little pod on here where it's gonna be like Mad Money. He's gonna have fucking soundboard and shit. It's going to be great. Absolutely. But don't listen to my fucking advice. I'm, I'm, I'm not down. I'm just not as high as I want to be right now, kind of like Kyle's working on right now. He's not as high as he would like to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty
0: good. That was a fantastic segue. Um, you, uh, I sent it in the group chat. Kyle, did you see – I also shared it on the shitpost page – the uh, Island Boys boxing.
1: Uh, I didn't get a chance to look at it, no. It's fucking incredible. Oh, my in God. Dance.
0: After I almost just want to hold it up, I wonder if I can just hold up to the fucking uh, uh, camera here and you can see it. It's it's fucking, it's fucking incredible. Uh, oh, let me find it. I'm gonna find when it. He said,
2: Show him the kick at the end, and oh boy, kick some <laughs> in the fucking elbow. I lost it.
0: <laughs> oh, how good can you see that? <laughs> Look at him go. Just look, look at those look at those shots. I know nobody listens to this fucking. They're like, what the fuck are they doing? But just go to the shit post page and watch it. It's fantastic. It is absolutely these motherfuckers. It's just like you said, JB. I don't know if they're fucking serious or not. They got to be serious, right? They, this, they put it, put it off it, so well. They have to be serious. But uh, they're they are the fucking actors of our fucking generation because he's just sitting there just mobbing fucking shots. Of, Show him the kick, and he fucking just lays him out. <laughs> Like, boom! Like, yeah, fucking, ah, oh, it's incredible. Go if you're listening to this. Go watch that fucking video. It's it made me cry. It made me cry. That was so good. But that's about all the bullshit I've got for you guys. NBA playoffs are going on right now. JB has got some live bets going on. JB, how what, what you feeling tonight? You said you're gonna be betting the quarters. Uh, let's. Yeah, let's, so I'm let's I'm let's waiting for that
2: watch. Boston game to start, which it starts in about like 10 minutes or so but yeah I'm gonna be live betting on that I'm betting on the the first quarter money line I haven't decided who I'm going with yet we're gonna see how it's shaking out first couple of minutes
1: hey JB since we're we're on the topic of this series um, is Jason Tatum surpassing Kevin Durant in the hierarchy right now (laughs) <laughs> he's definitely making it, some moves right now, and it kind of seems like he's ta- it kind of seems like he's leapfrogging both Kyrie and um KD in this series. Like yeah. I really that's what it's think... looking like, man. He's he's an I, animal, and they, I really been,
2: both of them have been shut down this whole series.
1: Yeah, I really did think that uh, Brooklyn had a chance to be a real sleeper and do some damage. Um, especially if the bulls were able to challenge the bucks, which it looks like they're not going to be, but Hey, not a sweep. Um, I, I, it just kind of seems like that's happening right now. Jason Tatum's kind of leapfrogging into the top five in the league. Uh, and then you look out West, um, and, uh, I think the Timberwolves are making a really big statement right now at that as that eight seed really pushing the best team in the league to uh, what seems like could be a fucking seven-game series. Uh, also, just a bit of announcement, uh, John Morant was named uh, NBA Most Improved Player. Uh, he improved his scoring from... Nineteen points a game last year to twenty-seven points a game, so almost a ten. That, that's that's a lot of points e- extra to add on for, for one yeah, whole hard, hard season, to and, and he's gonna be top three MVP. I am guessing, um, probably top two. Um, uh, yeah, so playoffs are kind of going the way we thought they would for the most part, um, except, except for, that for
2: series. I thought that was except that for
1: Boston series. just absolutely pushing. Uh, Brooklyn shit in right now right <laughs> very rudely too I might add <laughs> the, yeah, only well, game I'm that, it, the only game that Brooklyn's really had a chance has been uh that first game where it went down to the wire and Tatum hit that like and, and after that, that and after that it's been all Boston and uh the funniest thing about this Boston team is I think it's all about the coach And it's hilarious that they went from Brad Stevens to a first time head coach at Ime Udoka. Uh, I probably said his name wrong, but it's okay. Uh, He, he uh, has been like the next big thing coaching wise for years, because he just, he sat on Popovich's bench for like a decade after he retired and everybody's like, when's he going to get the job? When's he going to get the job? And finally he got the chance. And it's just funny that, Brad Stevens like maybe I'm not a good NBA coach maybe I'm better at scouting so he went into the front office and it really worked out for him because the way this team has been playing they uh, they were one of the best defensive teams in the league first guard since ninety seven to win defensive player of the year that's that is special that's a special team yeah. uh, and not a lot of not a lot of people were talking about Boston as a legitimate contender. I think Boston kills Milwaukee. I think they kill them. I think so too, the way they're playing. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I don't think anything overly surprising has happened other than what's looking like a potential sweep here tonight uh, with Boston and Brooklyn. Uh, Everything else is kind of shaken out. Uh, Minnesota, I think, is really showing us a lot because nobody believed in that team. (laughs) Uh, oh, no. So um, I just think the combo of that backcourt of uh, Ant and uh, Russell, Russell, and and adding Car Anthony Townsend to that mix, and I think they're just a really well coached, solid team um, that has just really learned to play together. Uh, so it's been uh, been pretty cool to see.
2: How about New Orleans, That's, though? I'm a little bit surprised by that. Even with Devin Booker not playing,
1: yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> it's it's been it's been really cool. It's it's kind of funny seeing all of the guys that LeBron pushed out of L.A. succeeding while he's at home on the bench. That um, people say that oh he traded them he traded them. no I mean he can be like yo I think this is the direction the team is going but if the Lakers are actually If the Lakers and Cavs actually let LeBron say trade him for him and him and him, they're, they're inept. And I don't think that that's actually what's going on. I I think they go to him as an advisor. I think they trust him as an advisor. However, I think after this last go around, that's not going to happen in LA anymore. I think that they're going to build a different team and it's going to be young guys and not these old guys. Um, but it's been really funny to see that. Like, they, they he gets there, and then the next year, fucking Lonzo's gone. Ingram's mm-hmm. gone. Now Kuzma's gone. Like, all of these guys – I mean, I know the Wizards didn't make the playoffs or anything, but Kuzma really excelled in Washington this year um, on his own with Brad Beal. Like, that was really cool to see. Um, i really happy for Brandon Ingram. Because he caught a lot of shit for a long time, and it turns out it's really hard to play basketball in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy to
2: Lebron all that spotlight on you
1: as well. Fuck Lebron, it's just not easy to play there, right? Like what, Kobe is the only person. Kobe and fucking Jerry West <laughs> are the only people that have been able to. Succeed for a very long period of time there. And, like, Shaq, I'm still pissed at him. (laughs) They should have won 12 titles. I'm still mad at Shaq for being a fucking lazy bitch. I say (laughs) as I'm sitting around drinking soda and uh, taking vitamins. But I wasn't – I didn't claim to be a professional athlete. If he would have – this is my favorite Kobe video of all time is whenever he gets asked, if Shaq had uh, your work ethic, uh, where do you think he would have been? And he goes, oh, he would have been the best player of all time.
0: by oh, <laughs> <mind. laughs> uh,
1: But we're getting off the rails here. But um, I think that the playoffs have been really cool. See, this year, they, they've been really, really exciting. Even the play-in games were all really fun. So it's been really cool to see NBA kind of taking a step up in the playoffs this year, not having boring ass series like they did last year. I would but agree. Until the finals. A bad
2: series,
1: yeah, it's been really fun. Um, but to switch gears, there's some <sighs> baseball stuff we have to talk about. <laughs> Specifically um, what happened last night in the Phillies game. Uh, you know, we finally got rid of Jerry, uh, Jerry Meals last year. His last get, his, he's no longer in the big leagues. He's a horrible, horrible umpire. Don't have to deal with him anymore. However, they left <laughs> the worst one. Angel Hernandez has been widely regarded as the worst umpire in the league for like a decade. And last night it was just another another episode in the Angel Hernandez ump show. Like all he ever wants to do is show motherfuckers up. Like, dude, your job is to call balls and strikes and to stay out of the fucking way. Right. But he likes he loves it when a guy mouths off so he can throw him out, and then he gets to take his mask off and gets to show his face on. That's all he wants to do. I'm telling you. But I do have um I've got a sheet here on his performance. So this is from last night's game. <clears throat> Milwaukee won one to nothing. Um. So the it says the overall favor in which he called the game was plus zero point seven seven runs for Milwaukee. Um. Overall accuracy was eighty eight percent. The average is ninety four. Um, and the impactful missed calls will go, Jesus, we will go, uh, least bad to most bad. So number three, bottom of the fifth, uh, Eric Lauer was pitching to Camargo with no runners on first and second one Oh count. The strike is called a ball, and the it was it was right down the middle of the plate. Uh, it, 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 I don't understand. Like I, I look at you, I'll send the picture to the um, I'll will post it uh, on our on our groups and on our pages because it's really it really explains how horrible these calls were. Uh, the second one. Bottom of the fifth, Lauer to Segura. One out, bases loaded. oh o count, ball is called a strike. This ball is a foot outside. It's horrible. It's a foot outside. And then the worst one, and if you haven't seen the clip, I will try to find it and post it on our pages. Um, bottom of the ninth, Josh Hader, one of the most dominant closers in the big leagues, doesn't need a call ever. He does not need a call, especially not against the lefty. Uh, one out, base is empty, 3-2 count. Ball is called a strike. It is low and outside by a good two to three inches. And, and Kyle Schwarber, we're going to talk about Kyle Schwarber for a second here because I'm not a Cubs guy. Never have been, never will be. It's just not in my nature. However, that run of players that they had the last seven years was a lot of fun to watch. Like, and Kyle Schwarber has been one of my favorite players to watch play ever since he came up. Um, And it's mainly because he's just – he was just like this fucking chunky, corn-fed dude from Indiana, played football with fucking uh, Dwayne Haskins, I think. Like, he played in the same class as Dwayne Haskins. Like, and he was just this dude that – hit the fuck out the ball like uh, and when he came back for the world series run and he was still hurt and was still and he was just fucking mashing the ball off the wall like it it, he was so much fun to watch and like outside of the lines he's always been known as a super laid-back chill dude just a really good dude and there's not a lot of evidence of kyle Schwarber losing it ever because he's just like oh okay oh okay oh okay but this call was so egregious and they've been getting squeezed all night. He gets I've never seen him lose it like this before. It's a it, like he went full Hulk and I love seeing it because he went ballistic. Because, like, even as an amateur player, I've been there. We're in a game where you're getting squeezed all fucking game, and the other players are getting calls, and you're just at your wit's end, and you get that one call and you want to fucking murder the guy because he's just been fucking your team up the ass. That- Whole game, and there's nothing you can do about it because he's the one calling fucking balls and strikes. And that's a huge fucking call,
2: too. A one-nothing game in the ninth inning and a full count. Like,
1: I just want one player to say to his face in a mic'd-up game, you're the reason we're getting robot umps. (laughs) It's brutal because it's true. It's guys like him who who don't adjust their – his biggest – Angel Hernandez's issue isn't calling balls and strikes. It's just an inconsistent strike zone because he has never evolved his strike zone to cater to the game. So his, he's always had a super small strike zone, and he squeezes guys. And if you say one fucking word to him, he squeezes you even more the rest of the game. He's horrible. and he And he takes away from the game. You're a fucking official. You have nothing to do with the game other than to call it. Mm-hmm. I hate when officials just want to get their fucking mug on TV and make it about them. Mm-hmm. It's about the game. It's not about you. It's not about the players. It's not the fucking game. Do your job or fucking retire because you're starting to hurt the game now. And now you're the main guy that's bad. So fix your shit or just retire and do an advisory role Go to New York and be the fucking review official? Oh, Jesus Christ, can you imagine? (laughs) Oh, boy. Breaking news. Angel Hernandez has announced his his retirement effective immediately. However. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for
0: it. Wait for it. He's moving to the booth in New York. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean that yeah. that's to to that credit. I mean with especially in baseball how they're moving more towards, you know, the the robotics and the things like that, you know, and the the futuristic, I guess, aspects of the game and trying to make it more of a streamlined thing. You, you have humans that have called this game for fucking goddamn better part of a century. Uh and there's always been that human element to It it, it kind of humanizes the game a little bit. But when you have a human that's making these calls and they're egregious and it just gives more credence to why we need to automate fucking everything. We need to take, we need to take the human error aspect out of it. I think that kind of dehumanizes the sport too.
1: Now, when it happens, cause it, it's not an, if it's a win, when. when it happens, it's not going to be like, Oh, there's no more refs. No. Yeah, you'll there's going to be an automated strike zone you're going to have a thing that either buzzes or beeps in your ear whenever it's a strike or like, like it's a deaf game. Like, and you, you call it a strike whenever you hear the beep or the pulsate or whatever it is. And that way you, yeah, you're taking the human element. Now You'll still have the human element for calling outs and everything. But mm-hmm. when you're talking about balls and strikes being an issue in fucking April, what's going to happen in October, November when we're in the World Series? Hopefully the Cardinals are in the World Series and... No. This is still fucking happening because it happens every goddamn year. There's always a call in the playoffs or the world series that just total ump show. And it just throws the whole series into disarray. I just don't like in any sport, basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever. I hate when officials make the game about themselves Mm -hmm. and, and, and try to be more of a game than their job dictates that they should be. That that's where I, really have a problem with it i I really love it when officials take great pride in what they fucking do like i'm the best at what i do instead of oh thinking that they're the best at what they do so they don't try to improve every year the only way that you're the best in the world at what you do is by improving every single season and he hasn't improved for like 12
0: (laughs) if i did that i'd be fired from my job Right.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Dylan, you've been doing the
0: same old shit. You've been taking hour long shit breaks and 45 minute fucking lunches for fucking 12 years. I think we're done. To, to my credit, if I got away with that for 12 years, good for me. But, <laughs> but uh yeah, that that I, you were we were talking about last night in group chat. And that was absolutely why I haven't seen, you know, Schwarber get worked up like that ever really. Never. I, I was I was trying to remember, and I don't watch a whole lot of baseball, but I remember watching a lot of you know Cubs baseball with like uh during that whole entire run, the World Series run, and the the early 2010s and shit like that with like Jake Arrieta and people like that. And I don't I don't right. remember him fucking you know
1: doing that. They, he doesn't argue. Yeah, he doesn't he, argue. It's not it's not who he is. Like he's a fiery guy. He's a fiery competitor. But like he saves that for you know the strength in his at bats or trying to make a big throw. And, you know, just talk about college football a little bit more. I mean, I just want to brag about it a little more. He's become a really fucking good player. Um, so we finally have the universal DH in the National League. He goes to a National League team and he wins the outfield spot. A guy who has widely been known as one of, the, not the worst, but just a not a very good uh, defensive outfielder. And, to his credit, he kind of knew that the universal DH was coming, so he didn't have to improve his fielding at all. He could have just continued being a, a mediocre outfielder, you know, seeing 20 errors a year, whatever it was he was doing. But instead, he really worked on his craft, and he's become a really good defensive outfielder on top of the fact that he is just an absolute monster when it comes to moonshot home runs. Um I'm just I'm just happy to see that whenever you see a guy who you rooted against for forever just continue to improve and improve and improve and now they're on a team where you can actually be like, "Oh, hey, I can watch that game and actually be happy if be at a home run."
0: We can actually fucking enjoy the show. Exactly. Um, that's all that's always good when you got a, a skin in the game, you can't enjoy it because we're all fucking, you know, across the board here, including CJ all big Cardinal fans, so if you're listening to this and you're a Cubs fan, fuck you. But uh, you no, know, it's just how it is. <laughs> they say they say the same thing about us. Fuck them. It's whatever. It's true. <clears throat> yeah. No, it, it, that's what makes sports great. The fucking rivalry. Fuck those guys. Like it's all it's all in good fun. Like I hope fucking you guys. I hope Cubs fans live fucking meaningful fucking lives. But it's the yeah, same. As long as
1: it's yeah, as long as it's not a Dodgers Giants game, I'm cool.
0: It's it's totally fun.
1: It's the same you get, thing. You get knocked into a you get knocked into a coma there. So I'm not doing that. But like like keep it friendly. Not friendly, but you know cordial. No fighting. Yeah. Fighting is fine. But like keep it minimal. No like choke holds or snapping of the neck. But like a punch. Ever tell you the story about how I saw a Bears fan get knocked out by an Eagles fan at a Bears game one time? No, you have not. Do <laughs> you want me to do it? Let's do it. Okay, so me and my buddy Cap went to Bears game back when we had Cutler. Um, we were really bad that year. We had uh, Eddie Royal back, back oh, yeah. in that era. Yep. Okay, so. Eddie Royal, uh, I, think it, I, think was, uh, I think it was. Knox. I think it was Carson Wentz's rookie year, and they were just lighting us up. So uh, we start, it's like three minutes to go. So we started packing our shit up and we started going stop and hit the john before we come out as we're coming out we hear some commotion and I, I heard a guy i didn't hear what the guy said but he but the other guy goes say it again motherfucker say it again <laughs> and it was real muffled because i was still in the bathroom and i walked out and we just see this just a, a straight punch and the dude just completely knocked out on the <laughs> falling on the ground and and we were just like I guess we can go. <laughs> it, was, it was just the wildest shit. Just I, I've been to so many sporting events. I had never, ever experienced that. That was fucking wild.
0: I mean, if we ever end up going, let's say hypothetically, we end up going to, like, I don't know, Lucas Oil Stadium, and, like, the, <laughs> oh, Bear, no. the Bears are playing the Colts, the Patriots are playing the Colts, I, I'll fight every single Colts fan in the building. There will be thirty-two thousand Colts fans. I will run through them all like a hot knife through butter. I will not. Yeah, I will not. Get a, I am not. I am in a box. <laughs> I am. I am fucking built like fucking one hundred twenty-two or two hundred twenty-two pounds of chew bubble right now. I am far past my fighting shape. I will fucking detonate every single fucking dirty, greasy redneck that is in Lucas Oil Stadium. I tell you that with full honesty. Keep me away from there. Well, when I went to my bachelor party, uh, my neighbor Casey was looking at things we could do. He's like, "Why don't we drive down to Indianapolis? Have a badass go kart track there. We could like, you know, go there and have fun." I'm like, "Dude, if we go to Indianapolis, we're going to the stadium, and I'm getting in a fight. Like, I j- I'm just going to have to do that. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the gate. I'll never, I'll never forgive those dirty rotten motherfuckers that did not appreciate Peyton Manning, did not appreciate Andrew fucking Luck. They can get fucked. They can they get didn't even appreciate fucked.
1: Carson Wentz."
0: They didn't even appreciate the now best quarterback in the Washington Commanders' history, Carson Wentz.
1: Um, I will say that they didn't appreciate Phillip Rivers either, and I I'm being honest. He, with he that. played great. He was yeah. great. He was yeah. fine. He he was top fifteen. Like
0: it, what people just think- just so
1: happens that he had nobody to fucking throw to. Yeah
0: you you had a hu- <laughs> you had the husk of T Y Hilton. And some fucker yeah. named Zach Pascal, the fucking and Mo Alley Cox and Jack Doyle. I only know those fucking players because they're always on the fucking local TV up here. It kind of sucked when Tom left New England for well multiple reasons, but the biggest one was I went from watching New England Patriot football like eight, nine times out of the year on CBS to like fucking once this year. All the fucking primetime slots got fucking yanked because old Tommy fucking left town. That's all right, because Mac yeah. Jones, Mac Jones will have us back on TV here in a few years. It's fun. It's fun. I've got backdoor websites. I can watch all the games. <laughs> that was quite the uh, tangent out of there. But, uh, you know, breaking news on the stream. Phil Mickelson has signed up to play in the Open. Okay. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, Mickelson signs up for majors. Phil Mickelson has registered to play in next month's PGA Championship and the U.S. Open in June. Per press release. Let's go.
1: Lefty's coming back. <clears throat>
0: So the fucking comeback tour is on now. The Saudi Super League savior is coming back. Tiger Who? Oh, don't say that. I, I can I can <laughs> hear I can hear CJ right now. I can hear him.
1: I can't wait. <laughs> I can't say anything.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna look over in the direction of Good Hope, which I guess would be about northwest of me. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's smoke rolling off somebody's house. That's him. He heard Tiger Who and fucking he's he's on
1: his way. Is now a hole in Christian's wall. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't believe what this asshole just said.
1: <laughs> no, uh, but it, it'll be cool to see uh, Phil get to defend his title at the PGA. Um, it'll be cool to see. Just I love watching him play. I don't give it – like, yeah, po- get the politics out of the fucking goddamn golf. Like, I just want to watch my favorite players play golf and lefty. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. one of them. He's fun to watch. Lefty, Bubba, JT, Tiger. Sign me up for that featured group, and I will pay $100 a month.
0: The the way I've seen Phil hit shots just out of preposterous fucking locations is enough for me just to fucking be – he's got – he's fucking 147 yards out in the pine straw, and he's got his three wood. He's going to hit a low dart under the fucking trees, and it's going to trickle on the fucking green. And I'm like, you ain't going to do that, you will fuck, and then he does it. And I'm like,
1: oh huh, well, shit. My favorite video is whenever he whenever he turns to the camera and he goes, watch this. And then he gets out of this a crazy lie and he like parks it on the green and he turns to the camera and he just winks. <laughs> 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 or his his fucking inverted flop shot where he hits it behind him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's a like, fucking he, wild fucking video.
1: He's a, He's like the flop he's the flop shot master. He's just it's just fun to watch him play. Even whenever he plays like shit, he'll have, like, five awesome shots, and it makes it worth watching the round for, like, two hours.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but, yeah, we got old Phil signed back up for some majors. He's back in the fold here. Speaking of golf, uh, are you healed up from uh, the damage your body took? From
1: I mean, the- I'm not healed damage? up, but but I think me and Christian are planning on playing the Lynx on Saturday. We oh. really talked about it. We haven't really oh. talked about it yet. okay, motherfuckers.
0: Really- <laughs> okay, because, no, 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 timeout, time out. Because I asked him on Saturday when he was here at the fucking house, he was said, he's like, where are we golfing? And I said, oh, we can go to WIU. Do you want to go to WIU? He said, yes. And now you fuckers are saying the links.
1: <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All I know is we played uh, 2K, listen, I don't know. It was a couple nights ago. I, I can't really remember. It doesn't matter. But. No, no, was, I don't I was, I w- no, I was – I, no, I was – because he was like, do you, you want to play somewhere? And I think he had been drinking. I don't know. He probably just forgot. It's Christian. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we fucking talking about?
0: I mean, we – going to play Link. I'm all in on that. Fuck, scoop me okay, up. I'm all yeah. in. Yeah. I don't want to invite myself. I mean, if you guys are going to get, like, romantic <laughs> and fucking <laughs>
1: eat some spaghetti, I'll fucking stay home. Yeah, but no, if it's open, no, I'm, I'm I think he said um, – Pretty sure what we said we were going to talk to you about it and then we just didn't because no, we forgot see. that we because we we just forgot that we even talked about it i legit forgot about talking about golf until you brought it up <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're
0: straight just a uh, holler at your boy we're here fucking talking about our personal plans on fucking stream like any of our four listeners give a shit like these motherfuckers <laughs> are are fucked the only thing that's interesting right now is uh jake jake what's the score? On uh, the Celtics and the uh, Nets right now, how are you looking? Uh,
2: it's fifteen twelve, and I hopped in on a uh, the first half money line, or no, the first half I took the Celtics to cover minus two and a half. So we're looking okay at the moment. Hey. About halfway through the first.
0: Well, that's good. What's not to like? A little action with JB. Uh, he'll he'll keep you posted. Make sure you stay tuned to the shit post page. He's keeping you posted all night. On a hot ML – or MLB – NBA bets. Uh, yeah, boys, uh, like I said, we ain't got a fucking script. That's all the fuck I've got. Um, um, just, a, um, I just –
1: I just wanted to do, like, a little preview for next week. Next week we should have some conclusions coming for the first round of the NBA playoffs. We should yep. know who um, won NBA coach and MVP – um, so we should have a lot more to talk about with NBA. We can, we should be, able, me and JB should be able to start doing some previews for that quarterfinal round. Um, really looking forward to that, and then we'll have just some more uh, baseball updates with our local teams and just like players to watch for right now who are just killing it. So,
0: and we'll also have the NFL draft. So, what? Oh, yeah, that's a sport. Yeah, the, the draft is the draft is in three days. Holy shit! Shit, <laughs> Oh no, we should have done a draft primer.
1: Yeah, it's a oh, fuck. Shit. Hey guys, guess what? Coming next week.
0: <laughs> We're gonna give you guys. We'll our do, draft We'll primer. do
1: our draft review.
0: Oh shit! Uh, I guess I don't know, boys. Have you looked into? Dude, I talk thought,
1: about it real quick. I mean, we can. Uh, we can do a little bullshit. Who I so, forgot what college players were. There's a what's that Willis kid that QB? Malik Willis. Yeah. He's I think a, he, gonna be good. He's been he's been <laughs> that's shooting, all I got. He's been shooting up. <laughs> I think uh, he's be good.
0: I've heard so I've heard some links to uh Carolina. Uh I've also oh, yeah. I've also heard Pittsburgh uh being in the running there. Pittsburgh. I mean that I mean, Pittsburgh just signed fucking kissing titties, they signed Miss Mitchell Trubisky, so why the fuck they need a quarterback? Like what the fuck are we doing? But
1: uh um, I think maybe, uh maybe it's going to be like a Mr. Miyagi type thing where Mitch is like, Hey, Mitch is like, Hey, don't do this. And, 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 we'll, and we'll wait. You mean you don't want me to just look at the only receiver I'm going to throw to on a slant route against Atlanta. Fuck you, Mitch. Fuck you. Fuck you, Mitch. You're good. I'm You're still just- mad about it. I could have picked it off. Anyway. Okay. I, I I've got PTSD. So, um, I, I do think he's going to be a real talent because he's he kind of reminds me of Fields a little bit in the sense of like he is a quarterback who can run and not a like a running back thrower. Like he's an actual quarterback, but he's Mike, athletic Mike. enough to make plays.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but he's got a fucking rocket for an arm too. And that's when I'm looking like there were guys coming out last year that I really, really liked. And when I look at quarterbacks, I'm always looking at arm strength. Cause I think it's one of the most important attributes that you can have, especially in a raw talent. So like, for example, last year, my favorite like non high pick quarterback was Kellen Mond. Dude's got a fucking missile for an arm. And I think that under the right circumstances, if he can kind of like learn I this, I know how against Kirk I am, but like, or Kurt, whatever his name is, I don't care. Cousins. His name is Kirk Cousins. Kirk. I did say it right the first time. Okay, um, you know what? Fuck him, Kurt Cousins. Um, <laughs> I think even though I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, I do think um, he's a solid veteran presence for a young quarterback like Kellen. And I do think that he that Kellen could become like a. Middle tier, good, a really good starting quarterback in the league, just based upon the fact that he was a really raw talent, athlete, strong fucking arm, and that's that's what I see out of that kid too. And um, but I think, like at the top of the draft, we're really just going to be looking to see where Hutchinson goes. Um, uh, I think that Campbell will get crucified if he doesn't take him. But, he's a
0: hundred percent yeah. going to Detroit, man. He's got to be hundred percent.
1: I mean, who, I who else, mean, who else do they
0: take? They let's talk about the Detroit Lions for a second. Okay. But like the Detroit Lions, they were awful last year in terms of wins and loss, but go back and watch some of their fucking games. They thought, and Jared Goff made the most of what he had. Uh, i Ross. St. Brown is a star. Uh, Oh uh, yeah, TJ Hawkinson's still good. Um, they've got uh that fucking running back. It's uh, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Swift, he's fine. Uh, they got They got that Josh Reynolds who was in uh, the Rams last year. They've got pieces there, and yeah, if Campbell can be, you know, we all got kicked because he was talking about taking people's fucking kneecaps. But if he can be more than just a, <laughs> I'll fucking run through a wall for then that that's very good to have. I'll run through this fucking wall for my coach if he can actually. That, he's he's got that down. If he can actually coach, fucking look out.
1: They fucking look out. That team. Okay, so like, as a Bears fan, you think Detroit Lions, but honestly, you look at that team and honestly, like, try to get like a sense or a feel. I'm a big like culture vibe guy, and like right now in Detroit, that vibe is: this is my fucking coach. I will run through the fucking border for this motherfucker. I will traffic. I will traffic heroin for this motherfucker. (laughs) He says it will make me a better player. That is the exact vibe that that they have a fucking culture in Detroit. Chicago doesn't. I'm a little jealous of the coach, not because I don't think that Flus is going to be good because I think he will be. I think he's a really good coach. Um, but just the aura that Coach Campbell has around him where it's just like, you know that that's his motherfucking team. And you know that that front office listens to what he has to say. Um, he's kind of an intimidating looking dude too. Like, I just like, as a football coach, that's who I would fucking want. Like, he, he just looks like a football coach, you know? He, yeah, he, he's been around the game forever. He can motivate. He can threaten. He can motivate again. I don't know. He's great. He's just great at what he does. Yeah, let's let's um, not and, take anything and,
0: away either that the NFC North is wide open because the Packers suck ass now.
1: Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see. But, like, what you were saying, say what you will about Jared Goff. He was he's a fine. fine. He's a fine starting quarterback. Is he going to mm-hmm. win you a Super Bowl? Probably not. I wouldn't say no because Trent Dilfer won a fucking Super Bowl <laughs> starting quarterback. So yeah. yeah.
0: I think people fucking don't really um, remember or like the – it's tainted because if you're not a fucking Mahomes or a Brady – or Rodgers, even though Rogers hasn't fucking won shit in fucking like 15 fucking years. You, you, you're not considered an elite quarterback. That's fine. But there's been tons of non-elite quarterbacks win fucking Super Bowls. Uh Eli Manning is uh, clutch in the Super Bowl, but he's not fucking elite. Let's go let's go ahead and just say something right now. He's not fucking elite. Wait, uh, Joe Flacco, I mean let's was just, clutch let's, in the playoffs. Let's, he ain't fucking elite. Come on, what are we doing?
1: Yeah. Uh, let's, I mean, let's, let's, I mean, we can just say it. Peyton Manning in 2015.
0: 2015 yeah, he was a fucking he bum. Was, he, was, he was a fucking husk. He was.
1: <laughs> Brett, Brett Osweiler was a fucking upgrade. <laughs>
0: Os, Osweiler played, what, what was he? Osweiler played those last few games. And then they were just like, all right, we're yeah. starting Peyton in the playoffs. What was his stat line that Super Bowl? It was something stupid. <laughs> it was like seven for 15, 144 yards, a touchdown and a pick. It was just like, fucking. Yeah. I remember I was playing, I think I was playing DraftKings. I took Peyton as, like, my MVP. And, like, I got like, fucking seven points. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. And it was just, uh, I was trying to be contrarian <laughs> against <laughs> that fucking Carolina Taking... defense. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You have to be different in fucking group tournaments like that. I had to be different. So that's what I did.
1: Yeah. Man. But, uh, yeah. Um any any other standouts that you guys see in like the top ten? I don't have much of a board. So I haven't um, really looked at shit for
0: yet. I've, yeah. I, you've got uh who the fuck is it? I can't think of him. Not the fucking dude, not uh Jameson Williams, the other uh there's another big receiver in the draft. Drake London out of USC maybe. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, and there's another one too. I mean, we we really fucking shit the bed on the NFL draft analysis. Uh, I I really ain't got shit. I thought the draft. I thought for some reason in my head I thought the draft was like May third through the fifth. I don't
1: I don't fucking know. Has it ever been in May? Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, as, as I said, as I said, next week we will have a NFL draft review. Uh, talk about <laughs> the biggest biggest pick, the biggest like sleeper picks uh like well i think we should each like pick one sleeper pick from the first two rounds uh who as to who we uh think is going to be great um and should have gone a much higher uh and then maybe we can kind of track them throughout the season and see who does the best
0: i'm all in that uh, that works for me we'll see if new england uh, pulled the trigger on a high profile receiver uh probably fucking not but boys unfortunately i am out of time as my company has just arrived uh Anything else we want to add to the fire here? JB, how are you looking? Bet's still hitting? Yeah, bet's looking good.
2: Celtics are up 27-19 right now. Two minutes left in the first. So, we're looking good
0: at the moment. My fucking guy. If anybody's <laughs> listening to this, fucking when we upload it. If I can get it uploaded tonight, dump the farm on the Celtics. <laughs> dump the farm on Boston. Mortal lock. We all just fuck stare at each other. All right, we're done. Strings <laughs> <laughs> over. All
2: right, bye boys. <laughs> Catch you later.